Game of Thrones. Daenerys finds a bunch of Dothraki just wandering around with nothing to do, so she invites them to her overthrow marine party. They say yes, but only because they want to pet the dragons. Queen Marge decides she's going to play a long, sneaky game of Duke the Silly Sparrow. Meanwhile, Sam and Gilly are just being cute somewhere. recording cool season six episode five season six episode five yeah. hey everybody this episode started it's funny like as i was watching the episode i was like i'm gonna be coming off of doing a show with chris on his other podcast called the fixers and i know that it's like a comedy related podcast and we're gonna be all like amped up and goofy Right, we're coming off of that momentum. And so, like, this episode started, and I, I was, like, considering that, and I'm just oh, like, it was so somber and solemn. Very, yeah. very oh, dark. This is an emotional jackknife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, the whole Sansa thing, like, I don't know what happened. It's but uncomfortable. Some yeah. Very, very uncomfortable, serious shit going on. And, and yeah, Littlefinger, that whole scene plays out really well with, like, just Sansa just being, yeah. like, no this like you know i i still feel the pain of what happened to me and like fuck you and then he's just sort of like i'm sorry yeah is he like he does a really good job of like physically showing you how like how how wormy he is I, yeah it's just he's he's really good at that like because, oh shit i'm really stuck in a situation yeah because at and first to wiggle out of it at first i was like oh wow he really feels like in a weird way it shows how wormy he is because he's so realistically like awkward in the beginning but then he still ends the whole conversation with like manipulation yeah it's, he's just like oh I'm, I'm gonna drop a little fact on you for you to figure out mm-hmm. yeah it's just very oof. there's that yeah he's the whole well if you want to kill me go ahead and kill me like he's like a very abusive relationship and then like dynamic the blackfish thing which i'm wondering like what was his thing about hinting the blackfish like is it because he wants sansa to become he wants he wants Sansa to use that as leverage to get the throne over um John. I think that he was able to demonstrate his continued his value yeah, in that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, don't kill me. I've got plot agency still. Cuz she <laughs> she she says in that scene, I th- I think is that your value has always been your knowledge or your information and he's like, "Yeah, no, I still got it." Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Was that a scene with Varys? I think I'm confusing those two. I think that's a scene with Varys, but I think the same there, principle applies. Yeah, there are they're some... very equivalent characters uh, when it comes yeah. down to it. Yeah. I, there's a lot more It's funny cuz I I still haven't really yeah. seen a lot of Varys. They never put oh, those two yeah. guys like directly against each other, I which know. they really oh. should have. I I, I really They're think that, that's a yeah. yeah, that's a uh, between Varys, Tyrion, and Littlefinger. Those are like the three mm-hmm. schemers of the show. Mm-hmm. They got they got that schemer class going on, and like the show never pits them against each other really. Yeah, like which I think the book is setting up a thing. Right, uh, yeah. it, it really seemed like Littlefinger had some future stuff going on, and yeah. then they just kill him. Show writers didn't pick up on that. I think they or just they were like it doesn't translate or it doesn't capable. work. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like how do we make this smart character go when all this action has to go and they're just like well we'll just make them dumb and then kill them off. Yep. <laughs> right. Which is kind of disappointing, but give them mm. less and less lines, less yeah. and less agency and then kill them. I got more for that one come back to Varys. Like, you you do your thing. Kurt. Okay. Carry on. So basically 
the only question I have with this whole exchange um, is it's Sansa, uh, Brienne, and Littlefinger. And there's some back and forths where it kind of feels like Littlefinger must have recommended Ramsay or something to, like, it felt like somehow Littlefinger had something to do with Sansa and Ramsay being together or have meet have met or something. I don't know. It was just like, she was like, I trusted you. And then you like delivered me into Ramsay's arms and like Ramsay is a, you know. Yeah, the the line she says is, um, "You freed me from the monsters that murdered my family and delivered me to monsters that murdered my family." Right, right. So yeah, she's definitely Im- implying he was in some way responsible for this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that how how that works out. Um, and then yeah, he drops the little blackfish thing. Sansa's uncle um, has an army and River Run, and you should go check that out you know mm-hmm. get that get that army and then she's like well i have an army and like he was like your get that brother, army girl your, get bro- <laughs> your brother has an army so he, he's he's even trying to like do a little bit of like driving some yeah he's some um, distance between everything like he's just manipulating sansa and trying to keep her like separate from others and yeah he's uh, he's like he's very much a poisonous character he's always yeah. playing people off against each other yeah there's a there's a character I, if i can digress for a second have you either watched the the last kingdom on netflix i've not it is a his it's it's not it's not a fantasy it's got it's got some magic elements in it. it's not a fantasy show at all um it's on netflix and there is a character that is very little finger like and that he poisons every like relationship or people around him like with like treachery and scheming and it's done so so well hmm. the show itself is kind of a b show but i love that character so hoping one of you had seen it to <laughs> talk about it never <laughs> Sorry. mind so i wanted one another rain of fire moment Rain of Fire, you're like, <laughs> I was trying to recreate the Rain of uh, Fire magic from last chasing episode. That, chasing that, <laughs> cha- literally chasing that dragon. <laughs> Actually, by the way, so after Halloween, let's let's say November, November, early November, we have to set up a Rain of Fire. Yes. Yeah. yeah. October, like late October is tough for me. We'll have I know a watch it. party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, some serious. I said some serious shit must go down because Arya is training with Terminator right now. <laughs> and I was like, the last time is like the last time I saw Arya with this Terminator girl is when she was like chasing her and trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, something has to happen here. And there's there's definitely a lot of Arya development. Um, yeah, you learn a lot in this episode. Yeah, like really a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a lot of beginnings of arcs in this episode. This is a big information episode. Yeah, um, Arya. Yeah, I have a question written here, mm-hmm. and I guess I'll save it for my question time because it is a yes or no. Um, All right, but it has to do with the faceless warriors or whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, there's a bunch of stuff about Ned Stark in the in the play. Yes, yes, there yeah. is. And <laughs> all of it's I just I don't know how to take this play because it's obviously it's obviously skewed toward one perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, very much so. And it, and so I'm like I don't know the truth. What is true You're about just this? Just one of the people in the audience yeah. watching the yeah. play. That's yeah. fun. Watching the play to learn about <laughs> oh, the world. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm like and I'm watching. It's funny because I'm in this in this scene. I'm watching Arya 
get sort of laugh at some of the stuff and then she, and then she's like wait a minute like this is not how this it actually how it is yeah kurt got to just be a dumb peasant <laughs> <laughs> well what some stuff i wrote down was that ned demanded the throne and he was wait first of all he was killed by a boar not two two characters there oh um, oh yeah that's right no um who was and I, I I haven't put together who that was. Was it was it um That's the the previous king, Cersei's previous husband, Robert Baratheon. Robert it's okay. Bobby B. Bobby B. Okay, so Robert Baratheon was killed by a boar? Like and I don't know if that's true. Uh, you'll find out. Yeah. In the play, I mean In the play in the plays he's definitely killed by a boar. And then Ned comes in, who is portrayed very, um, he's he's a fool. Yeah, he's like he's like a dipshit northerner. Yeah, which, which I th- which I think is like two parts for this. It's one that's like that's how people in the world see yeah northerners, and then two, it's just like he's he's got to he's got to come off as a dumbass because that's how the the play is skewed. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Ned comes in very very fool foolish. And then he is decapitated. Sansa is there to experience it. And um, Sansa and Tyrion. Tyrion does some swindles Sansa to be with him for some some sort of family tie or some some, some sort of reason as to why he he gets the right to her. And it's very like crude and yeah, yeah. I read that he's just like he's he's just a horny yeah. horny person, and that's he, why he gets he's he gets very the Sansa. he's pre- like. In the various theater productions that I've seen, he is portrayed as a very impish kind of like devilish little creature. Impish is the word. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's very racist. <laughs> it feels anti-Semitic yes. even though Jewish yes. isn't a yeah. ethnicity yeah. in the show. It, yeah. Yeah, it has like the sort is, of prosthetic nose. Yeah. He is and, characterized yeah. very, very much. Yeah. Also, penis in this episode. Yep. It's Something getting better. There. I told yeah. you the show's getting better. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The show gets better the more they hang dong. That's. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, I was starting to ask myself, like, who the faceless, the the god of many faces, the faceless men, and the faceless men, like, who who do they kill for? Like, who who. Like what? Like what purpose do they serve? It seems like they are. And then, and then I kind of think it was answered, which is I think that they're just paid assassins. Yeah, they're, they're the I Dark Brotherhood. Like if, anyone if you, can kind of pay in. Yeah, if, if like, you um, if you have enough money, like I'll kill someone. Because like they 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 tell their origin story um, of they were like an oppressed people that murdered their yeah. way out of these like the slavery. Because he mentions and then built this city and yeah. then are now. They serve this many-faced god who, as, as long as you pay, you can, yeah, sort of, sort of kill. Like they will deliver death to their to their god. Is kind of right. they're assassins. The story, for hire. the story yeah. they tell, yeah. they yeah. tell you. We'll see if you, yeah, what you think about them. Yeah. Keep going. There's assassins for hire, but also a church. Yeah, the church of assassins. Yeah, for hire. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, it's a, it's like a church Merc- guild. Merc- yeah. money. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the it's Just, one of the side tree quests mm-hmm. in Oblivion. Yeah, that's the Night yeah. Mother with the room of masks. 
So brand, there's a bunch of weird brand shit in this episode. Um, it the first time I see him, he is with who I thought was a dead man in a tree. Um, but then I realize that's the that's the three eyed raven mm-hmm. who's uh, an alive man in a tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not dead. Um, and they're in a cave, like they're in. He's mm-hmm. in like suspended in the roots of a of a tree that's in a cavernous mm-hmm. area. And there's the woman who I know saves him. Um, uh, not Yara. Yara? No, no Yara's Greyjoy. Mara, I believe. Mara? Oh, okay. Um, Is her name really Mara? So you Mara Yara and Mara? Yeah. I was close. That sucks. There's a couple <laughs> characters that have, that have been renamed in the show because they have the same names in the books. Um, oh, I think the Greyjoy like one confusing. is Arya again or, yeah, something similar that's, to that. Uh, come on, George Martin. Why yeah. do you do this? So there are they, multiple people I, named John in real. I think that's why. Is like I him get building. it, but he's choosing to do this yeah. in the book. It's yeah. not. It's just obfuscation. It's not realism. <laughs> it's lazy. <laughs> so there's a he's world building. He's world yuck. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So I see the children of the wood. It was like. Children of the Cave of the Spiral Painting, I think, is the mm-hmm. the full name that you came up last time. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, that's actually what the they're paintings called. Paintings in the cave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Children of the Painting. So I, in the cave. I wasn't expecting children to the see them. I was expecting that that was like some old legend again. It's but, both. And I, I wasn't expecting for them to look so cheesy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's something about them that just looks mm-hmm. like every vampire in, like, Buffy and, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> like, some kind of funky makeup that looks unrealistic, but not in a, not in an alien interesting way, but in, like, a sort of Avatar this, kind of way. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. feels like it's not. Yeah. It's real. right in that uncanny valley where you're yeah. like, it's not. And same. Like it. And there's like moments where they're throwing the wildfire, exploding balls, pine cones. That and they those have. things they're, like they're there's casting like, fireball. There's like some. Oh, is that what they're doing? And that's what that in my head canon they're casting fireball. Yeah. Like they have like balls but, of something, but I, I. They appear to be what, whenever they throw them, I yell fireball in my head. They appear to be like that wildfire stuff inside some sort of other ball. Because because they start to they like activate, but then that yeah, but then when they throw them, there's this really silly animation. I think they're like they're magic grenades, they're yeah. pine cone grenades. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. There's pine cone, pine cone bombs. But yeah, I, yeah, it was where where the dragons are awesome looking in this show. <laughs> That's where all the some, CGI money went. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every time we're inside a castle and there's crackle paint and like pewter. <laughs> uh, it's got sand in it. Yeah. To look textured. Pewter drinking cups and shit. I'm like, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and they look. Anyway, whatever. They, yeah, they, they're very goofy looking. And one of them, I think his name is Leaf, and it dies. It's probably a character that you grow to love. And then yeah. it dies. And then, I mean, um, as 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 things do yeah. in Game of Thrones, I have grown to acknowledge almost all of the characters in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that the children of the wood or whatever they are, uh, spiral painting, hieroglyphic thing, uh, created the White Walkers to fight humans. Which, like this this development backward. Mm-hmm is just more annoyance right. like it's just like and i don't want to keep retreading but that's that's you the plot. know this is the plot of the lorax too yeah. where the lorax creates an army of the undead yeah. in order to fight the onceler and his sweater factory it's such a cool yeah it's like such a cool reveal and like a cool yeah. moment where it's like you like, wish it built to something made this to because right. you're a 
you're you're a liability like like if if you continue you're probably going to start building a bunch of scra- skyscrapers and you're probably going to start <laughs> burning coal and like yeah it's climate was... change is our fault oh my god yelled bran and then the plot continued without acknowledging it there, there was a really interesting um serious think piece about game of thrones that i read like trying to analyze like why this world would stay medieval for so long outside of that's what the author wants it to be um and and the 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 I think thesis of this was that dragons are such a destructive force they impede any sort of technological progress because you have your overwhelming weapon of mass destruction but they've been gone for how long um i actually don't know i think it's like only a couple of hundred years so not mm. very long it's not not long enough not to... the evolution or the... i remember one maybe of the they should first... have some firearms by now but you know one of the first thoughts i had when i watched especially with that wildfire like, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of drops of this could really make a cannon be crazy a little little yeah. cannon tube with a little dra- like i don't know they've got explosive tech all over but one of the first thoughts i had watching the movie was when they took the the ice wall lift up i was like what the fuck is their level of technology? And then all of their uh, their textiles, like their textile stuff, is like they yeah. they have mechanical sewing machines. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Like yeah. this episode, we saw Sansa like as a person who stitches shoes back together on a daily <laughs> basis, watching Sansa struggle to like feed that hole punched hole in that leather in the beginning of the episode i was just like she can't sell anything can't she like i I feel like for that scene you could find like a sewing model i don't know a hand model that can sew that doesn't need you to like yeah just just get it and then cut like up real quick and you can just edit that together punch a giant hole in two thick pieces of leather for you to (laughs) string together hbo you had dragon money that's the thing it's like the little things people they show her like like hand stitching with the heaviest thread in the world with a bone needle and then everybody is in textiles that were made by dolce and gabbana like it doesn't make any sense (laughs) to me at all this is true that's my favorite part of like mmos when you have um armor that looks like it's like half plastic pieces in it Uh and stuff and you're like what the fuck i love when somebody in an mmo (laughs) or in any video game like leans over and steel plate and the plate bends yeah flexes with their body that's some very interesting technology some carbon fiber shit in there maybe come on elder scrolls (laughs) fix your shit oh bethesda will never fix their shit i know Um, it makes me sad I'm halfway interested to play Outer Wilds, but then I'm not because it's also a Bethesda game. No, it is not. It is an Obsidian game. It's a, it is ooh, yeah. not a Bethesda Never game. Never mind. I'm it's very a, much interested. Yeah. Is Bethesda just the publisher? I don't think Bethesda's involved at all. So he's confused because really? because Obsidian game. made. Maybe the, you're right, but I don't. I don't think so. It's they made. You said Fallout New Vegas. They made New Vegas, which yeah. is the best Fallout game outside of the original two. Fight right. me. No, you're Fight correct. Me on it. All right. Uh, yeah, back to. <laughs> Sorry, they're textiles. Anyway, they're textiles and elevators. All, this, is, this is all gone in post. It's their textiles and elevators confuse me for a world without <laughs> firearms. What's up with the textiles? <laughs> That's um, a real nice shirt. I mean, fucking. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I, I got to see. Jamie this... Lannister wears a motorcycle jacket most of the time. <laughs> it's just. Hey, you on. can't you can't keep feudalism from keeping you like to, from looking cool. That's the it's actually very 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 true. Uh, there yeah. there are moments where I was like, what is he? What's this? Yeah, what's he wearing? Like Jorah looks like he's ready to go to the Oscars. The show is that ready. <laughs> Yara Greyjoy claims the throne, and then Theon is like, 
or someone's like, hey, Theon's the heir. Heir of Balon. Balon. Yeah. And then uh, he was like, yes, I am, but my sister, you know she is ironborn. And then here comes in Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And he's like, ah, yes, I did kill your father, but uh, I threw him over overboard, but I w- should have done it sooner. And then everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then everybody gawks in disbelief at, that there's no repercussions for the misbehavior of a leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're into it. <laughs> That's the thing is, I, I, I think, I think that makes, um, if you want to take that at face value, it make, it makes what he said about the Glass King true. It's like, yeah, I killed him. I should have done it long ago. Like, oh yeah, actually, it makes sense. Yeah. We didn't really like him anyway. Which is weird when they like put up Theon right before it. It's like, well, that's his kid. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I talked myself into and right out of like in, being wait, just, wait, 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 wait. It seems like the, wait, so Euron, Euron isn't the next of kin. No, he's the brother. I of assumed the king, he, was. he just got killed, so he came back, killed his brother. So he's not next in line. No, well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why he says like niece and nephew because they're, oh, so they're, they're like a the double two. hit. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing with that Kingsmith. They're like he can't or she can't be queen. The right of succession and whatnot. And he's like, I have right of succession, and I think she should be queen. And they're like. All right, yay! <laughs> and then he's like, boop, boop, boop. "Hey guys, it's me. I'm back. Uh, killed the other guy. I'm the uncle, and, uh, and the, uh, the fuck kid everyone. Has, yeah, Ooh. I'm the uncle. Uh, that kid has no dick, so you have and he to kinda have me. He kind of takes like a he, yeah. He takes like an anti-establishment turn too, <laughs> where he's sort yeah. of like, yeah, but I'm, you know, I I do things my way. And and, I'll build a wall, and, and gonna, Westeros will pay for it. Yeah. I'm outside the establishment. And then, yeah, and I and and I think he did say something sort of like grab him by the. Oh, he wants he wants to find Danny and just give her the D. Yeah, so yeah, he's very yeah. just Theon Yara. For, he's very electable in the United yeah. States. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Theon, Theon and Yara for a system that seems to be like the last person to yell gets everyone's support. Uh, they gave up immediately. Yeah, they need to do more yelling. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. I was assuming that there was like precedence based on like his past actions that they were sort of afraid of him. Y- yes, um, that's that's the vibe I got. Like, yeah, um, that's like that's that's the vibe that's built up around Euron before he becomes some like a mockery of himself. So, so Euron yeah. Euron comes back after some vacation and he's like, <laughs> "I'm actually back and I'm taking it." And then abortions for some, <laughs> tiny American flags for others. <laughs> Yay! And ruining of red hats <laughs> for all. Um, Euron. Okay, I wrote Euron is a goddamn dead and born again, and he's still such an asshole. <laughs> Like yeah, I, have... I, I, I'm confused about this because I know that gods and things are real in this show. Yeah. But like, it seemed like he drowned, but then it didn't actually seem like it seems almost like a archaic test of of like a luck. ceremonial fake drowning. Yeah, it's a lucky, no, that's, that's really like, what like it is. if if they die. So it was like fifty then, fifty. Like he might have died from that. If they die, I think then, so. Yeah, then they aren't chosen by the gods. Yeah. But if if he if he See, comes back to life, then he is the god. Yeah. And it's like I, no, that's just you are like killing people. And some, I thought that he just had some like pirate magic. No, I I don't think there's anything inherent. Well, they would they would say something inherently magical about this, right? But yeah. like when they talk about it, what is dead may never die. You're supposed to symbolically die, um, right? In 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 this water ceremony, I got the um, sense and then that you, he... and then you're 
since you're dead, you can't die again. What is dead may never die. Yeah. You know, sort of their, uh. their call. I don't think there's any inherent magic in this outside of. But do you think that you some describe. people die in the ceremony? Because that's I, I, a, I, the that vibe I got. Something to approach. In I'm the pretty show. sure the yeah. vibe I got was that it was like it was basically coincidence confused for miracle, and like they like if if he doesn't die, yeah. then he has been reborn. And like they yeah, would have done I, this to Yara. Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, they, I was they, thinking they about this. Yeah. Like, they they would they done this to every king. Yeah, in I was thinking like man, Yara wanted it. Like and she she so she must believe. I I I think. In if if I were to go back in the lore, people would have definitely died during this, and they would say that they're not ironborn; they didn't pay the iron yeah, price. Yeah, so it is. It's just totally like, they're really really harsh gods yikes. of the sea. Don't I don't accept was, this king. That's very interesting. Well, king, yeah. And I will say, I guess the rest of what I see of Euron is not connected with him ruling anyone. Like no. like like everything I've seen of him after this is just him being a total loose cannon, like his own. Like he's sort of on his own. He barely even has anyone with him half the time, if he's, I remember right. Yeah. So he's playing the Game of Thrones. Yeah. But he's playing it like somebody plays Monopoly by robbing the bank. <laughs> Except it's just with his his penis. Yeah. He, yeah. he really wants to yeah. bone. So there's like there's a really cool lore piece, like why um Euron's so spooky in the books that doesn't. He, I think they they mentioned once, um, like he sails around the world on this ship full of mutes because he cuts out their tongues. Holy shit! So because the ship's called the Silence because no one besides him can talk. That's oh my on the God. ship. He's he is a spooky motherfucker in in the books. And they um, translate it into the show with just like some yeah, and not a so, single one of those people just stabs him in his sleep. No, because like they 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 buy into this this divine right thing yeah yeah so like yeah. I, it, it's it's sort of thing like his, this is his crew wants to be on his ship because he is i don't know he's he's That's he's he's so gonna lead creepy. him to some glory and the cost is your tongue what happened so, to them uh, show okay. the show well so we're we're so at that point <laughs> yeah. we're like we're sort of past the books and they don't okay. really yeah. say he has yeah. this really cool thing in the books um that it's like horn um a horn that you blow and can um capture dragons yeah, wasn't there supposed to be a horn that would knock the wall down? And then yeah, there's away? a lot. There's a lot of horns in the book that don't move don't over. Come up, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think horn is a very sexy thing for TV. You don't want to yeah. see someone just blowing a horn. Worked for Boromir. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last. That's the last time you see it. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, sorry, di- digression. But like, so when he shows up in a previous episode, like the audience was like hyped, like, oh god, this is the scary pirate dude. He's gonna be amazing, and then this is what this is yeah, what happens. I just... promise, I don't hate the show, listener. That thinks we hate the show, I don't. I really don't. How did so? How did they steal the ship? How did I they sh- all the ships? How did they steal all those ships during that little ritual? Right. This was one of my biggest questions. <laughs> They're really good fucking sailors. They're just out there like, yo, rig that shit, get that out, and let's like, go. Did they do it? Was Pull it like anchor. a... Yeah, it felt like the only way it, it could have pulled off is if it was like a Harry Potter or, Cham- or a Prisoner of Azkaban time, time turner type of thing. where like, <laughs> like, like, like Did they poll everybody and be like, are you with me? All right, come on. You? Come on. All right, they're no, doing no, the drowning they're... thing. Just We got, we yeah, got a right. couple minutes. Let's go. Like how the you, fuck did half of that assembly leave? Because almost steal all, all of the ships, assembly. and then no one really noticed. Yeah. There's a lot of back and forth with this. It's a very loose group of people because they're just like they they were back and forth with so, like all three candidates. So and here's then, what happened: they they left the the, the king's moot there, went 
back to the village screamed the loudest about that they should be king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, no, they they screamed about it, and then they sailed off. Yeah, that's, I yeah. agree. Mm. That's how it went. You just gotta get screamed at. It last. just seemed weird that like half the population of the Iron Islands <laughs> snuck away during. <laughs> it's one of those like I feel like. Drowning. It's one of those like, yeah. like I, I feel like in like in the script it called for like four ships sailing out and like the VFX artists like we're just gonna put a bunch <laughs> in here. Yeah, like, lots over budget. Like let's just throw in a hundred like ships. Thirty five fucking boats. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, a lot of boats on screen. It's a lot like, of boats. It takes a a few people to man a boat that size. And they make it seem like like because he says the best ships, but like the image you see on screen is like all of the ships. Like they've stolen all they've of them. They stole our best. Because he's ships. like, everyone start cutting down trees. We're gonna build oh, all the point. new ships. It's like it makes the impression you that they took all of the ships. You know how long it takes to build a ship? Yeah. To build uh, one ship. Also, how many trees do they have on those iron islands? Because it seems like they're not forested much. It seems like they want to cut them down and build ships they're already. Really that's only going to fuck with the local economy if all your timber's gone. I'm just saying. If you're yeah, all 100% into shipbuilding. I ship mean, building. that's what happened to Easter Island. Yeah. They cut everything down it's over farm and then they all that's died. That's not sustainable, guys. No. Not sustainable. I got to see the beginning of the arc where Jorah shows off his little dragon scale. Mm-hmm. And what were we calling that? Dragon rabies? Dragon yeah, dragon rabies. rabies. <laughs> and um, it it just shows. Like, I've seen how she cares about Jorah, but I didn't realize that Jorah had like a love for Daenerys <laughs> until this moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just it was kind of awkward for Jor- uh, Daenerys's boyfriend. Yeah, but... <laughs> he was like really like I'm, <laughs> I'm right here. It's like. Uh, and she's like, I need you for when I'm on the throne. And, and he's just like, uh, you need me too, right, yeah. though? <laughs> it's just he had to be like, oh, man, I am sorry to hear you sick, bro. Yeah, it's uh, too bad about oh, the man. dragon babies. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you're going to have to leave forever. Yeah, ah, would, would hate shoot. if it kills you. Yeah, bo- yeah. bummer. You be careful out there now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it cuts to Varys and Tyrion and uh, Gr- Grey Worm mm-hmm. and yeah. Masande. Masande. My Sunday. They're doing a little council thing. And um, basically, it finally gets to the point where I see Varys and Tyrion's plot to uh, enlist the fanatics to drum up some support for Daenerys. Um Sarah was watching the show with me at this point and she was trying to she was like maybe I should tell you who this woman is because she comes from a people who you should be able to figure out based on what she's wearing and I guess I just thought the fanatics that I've seen before but um but maybe she but maybe there's more to it which um which fanatics are you talking about? Just like the generic fanatics in the streets, like are, are they of the high the sparrows? sparrows? Oh, yeah. um, well, no, not those. I, I'm thinking more, but maybe I don't know. She she dresses particularly like one other character, the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the, they're the same same religious sect. They are. Yeah, they're separate from the sparrow, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. The sparrows, yeah, they're like they're god of the seven. Still, yeah. they're like okay. that weird monotheism or polytheism. Yeah, that's so. There's, so it's there's, very monotheistic for got, polytheism. Yeah, you've got the old gods, then you've got the seven. Yeah, and then you've got the Lord of Light. Oh, and the many-faced god, and the many-faced god, and, and the drowned the, god, the drowned and, god. Um, yeah, the yeah. drowned god. There's lots of gods going yeah. on. Uh, there's the spaghetti <clears throat> god, but they don't get into him too yeah. much in the show. Yeah, he's a god of uh, Bravos, I think, which was just Westeros, Italy. 
<laughs> the spaghetti god is actually is mostly just used as a meme to replace other gods and you know yeah yeah um okay so yeah the fanatics are enlisted and there's this little back and forth there's there's a couple back and forths in this episode that are very like forced comedy um like there's like this moment where brienne is referencing a bunch of daenerys's like followers in like a very comedic it, it's sort of like how i relate to star wars force awakens where there's just a bunch of like fan service jokes and there there are a couple scenes in this episode that read to me as if it was just pure fan service and i knew that because it was just like cheekily referencing characters but it there wasn't much to it and it was just for humor's sake and i'm like oh, okay Really, you got like I didn't read a lot of humor into this really? into this scene. Yeah, with with Varys and the Red Woman just being like, "Hey, I know exactly what happened." Oh to you. no, sorry, yeah. I was moving on. Oh, okay, um, sorry. Um, I thought you were still talking about Brienne. Yeah, yeah. The, sorry, I'm moving backward actually. With the Ew. the Brienne and uh, Daenerys are talking. Didn't know or no, going. no, sorry, Brienne and Sansa. Sansa. Yeah, and they're I going. Don't... I don't know if Brienne and Daenerys ever meet. Yeah, I don't think they do. They at the battle. I mean, they're at the same battle. They would have met somewhere around Winterfell if they did. There's no like if scenes they of did, them talking yeah. to each yeah. other. I don't think that would have been an interesting scene. Yeah, I wish maybe they would. Some have real done Bechdel that. test problems going on here. Yeah, <laughs> they, that's they'd probably been true. Like, Man, right? <laughs> 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 ah, shit! We almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, where are we going, Kurt? Um I was just saying there's a lot of fan service in this in this episode with humor. I forget there's another moment too. Anyway. Um back to the brand with the man in the roots. Yeah, they're doing um, they're doing tree acid. And yeah. So ayahuasca. So yeah, you, <laughs> you've mentioned that Bran has another ability that I haven't seen before. Yeah, the fun W word. And I think think i've seen it in this episode you, you see something very like it yeah no no it's it well it, it's warging yeah. it, mm, it's warging but it's like weird indirect like time oh, warg. yeah that's that's true i don't quite understand how this time travel sequence scene works. i don't know what warging means but yeah. i was gonna say that he can take people's bodies yeah that's warging okay you take <laughs> yeah. over the mind of person animal because sort of like there's a moment where i didn't know what was happening but i'm like i'm pretty sure he just blinked into that guy's body mm-hmm. yeah because like whenever you see like blinks, the eyes roll yeah. back that's mm-hmm. the that's the visual cue so there's there's a lot of confusing things happening here that i'm not sure if it's confusing for the viewer at the moment too like the original viewer of this show what's confusing it's... so someone keeps saying I'm I'm sorry. I'm I just got stuck imagining like a small frail disabled boy taking over the body of a very large man and just like being like, <laughs> this is <laughs> weird. Smash, <laughs> crush. <laughs> and then I remember, oh no, that's exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah. And it's just Hold the for, door. like what we don't see is Brand's POV there where he's like <laughs> I'm so big and strong. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'm gonna get to. I'll talk about this now. This this whole thing. I'm just confused because someone says, 
um, we need Hodor. Yes. And he keeps saying, we need Hodor. Wake up. It's the woman. And she's mm-hmm. like, we need Hodor. We need Hodor. And then Bran hears it in his little dream. And then he looks at, he looks like, he looks at, he's looking at his young self. And then he sees the young self of the guy that he blinks into. And he, and then he has this like, there's sort of like, if you die in the, die in the dream, you die in real life type of thing going on where like, like the guy's going through some turmoil in real life. And then in the dream version of him, he's like twitching. Do you, do you want to call him out on his trip up here? Um, no, it's not important at the moment. And, okay. and then, and then, and then someone starts saying, hold the door. She starts screaming to this guy. Hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. And then I'm like, okay, this is obviously going to turn into Hodor, but I don't know why. And then eventually it does turn into Hodor, and he's just saying, Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. And I'm like, is that a real name? Or is that just, was that like some weird slip up in like time? Yeah, he's Where just like, meeting Hodor. He is just meeting Hodor. Like, you, man. you meet Hodor in a really poignant yeah. end for Hodor. You meet him at a strange time in his life. <laughs> It's like, does he get the name Hodor because he has to hold the door? Like, is it like swing away? I'm not like uh, I'm not going to ruin this for you. Yeah. You watch the next episode. I'm that hang. It's like There's this moment where it's to. like where it's like swing away. This is your fucking like. This is what you were made for, Hodor. <laughs> you were made for holding the door, baby. And he's like, what do you? What do I do? You hold the door. Oh my I, I, god, I, the water's <laughs> contaminated. Um, I, I really like your signs <laughs> reference there, and it makes me happy. Uh, Cheers. <laughs> um, there was a there was a little trip up in there that I I don't know if I want to call it. It's um out specifically. It's a relation on who's. I don't think that the guy is who's in time. Oh, so maybe it's not representing who I think it is. When he sees those young folks mm-hmm. it's it's bran and someone maybe john i don't think it i don't think it matters let's let's you wanna let it. this one go um or do you want to tell him uh, what does i can't remember if it comes up again in the next episode or not. let's let's let him watch the next one and then we'll go on from yeah there. we'll let it slide for now because you're watching a very um you're watching an important event to like the series uh-huh to make the plot kick off you've but got I, yeah you've got an element wrong about what you're seeing like just just slightly wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I I think you just, see it again next or at the previous episodes. We'll we'll talk about it more. Then, let me let me it'll give make you. More sense I'm going to give you one clue, and that clue is haircut. Haircut, 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 haircut. Uh, one haircut next to another. It's haircut. definitely Bran, because he has the same haircut. Is it Jamie? Let's move on. <laughs> I want to play poker. Emotional haircut. Somebody teach me how to play poker. Ooh, yeah. LCD sound system. Fuck yeah. All right. Um. Brand sees the long winter. We're trying to shake him awake, and Brand's laying there resisting other voices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing he's seeing like some sort of premonition and it's told seems... him about the cocaine and dove straight in. 
It seems like a future, but it's I can't tell if it's a premonition of the future, if nothing happens, that type of thing. I don't yeah, I can't I can't tell if that is um the past or the present. Um because hmm. it and has the long winter happened before? Okay, um lore stuff like a yes yes there have been long there there have been winters like this yes so that's Ooh, one of my boy. questions yeah we go back into the whole like climatology thing yeah 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 it's uh, like oh it's not real yeah, it's, it's, it's the, just it happens what is every the world cycle called? i'm sorry what is the world called fuck what is the world called okay the world that they live on <laughs> Is is it it uh, see, circles Westeros, a binary star? Planetos, which, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Worldos. <laughs> I'm gonna call uh, it next. Globos. Globos. But uh, so, so Planetos, the world that they live on, which that's probably not the name. Uh, it circles right. a binary star, and their seasons are fucked up. Yeah. They're very long. Oh yeah, no, that's that's true. Um, summers will be years at a time. Winters will be years at a time. I think the summer of the show is like ten years. So, long. so yeah. the plot line is like people can doubt the long winter because we've had long winters before. Because this isn't like, this isn't just a a long winter. This is a long winter that comes with ice zombies. Yeah, mm -hmm. but a long winter with ice zombies has happened before. Uh, right? Okay, so mm. yeah, there's an element. So it's of not the end. Return. Of, yeah. I, Interesting. Are the ice zombies defeated by like a hot summer sun? N no. What drove them back the first time? A uh, a prince that was promised. Was it dwagons? Um, Did they I, get they get no. fire back uh, into no. the ice or like what? No, what I don't think I don't think it around? was it was it's a uh, it's one of those like hero stories where a uh, yeah. hero arises and then drives him back with uh, uh it, it was the Nereverine. Link saves yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Link Link comes up, drives yeah. him back, and they build the big wall to keep him out. Yeah, Link. Though everyone the... thinks it's um, you know, to keep out the wildlings. Yeah, you know, North yeah. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Canada, North Mexico. Uh, I find out that Bran is a little been, pedestrian over past Canada. I had a theory before that Bran was sort of the anti dead king, mm -hmm. or like the three eyed raven was like sort of the prophecy anti dead king type of thing. Mm -hmm. The and night king. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess I was kind of right but only because i think bran being touched by the dead king links them it's not more it's not like prophecy links them necessarily but it's just the fact that it, the that's night how king the magic works. reached out yeah, yeah. so that's that, that was they're definitely like forces opposed to each other right um for some reason sansa sends brienne to river river run is that right oh yeah yeah, yeah river i mean we, we, i've seen how all that plays out it's kind of inconsequential really <laughs> and then little finger yeah little finger gave him that info gave sansa that info and then she lies to john about it which i think i'm really not sure why and i know someone asks him or asks sansa yeah, that Brianna asks, why did you lie to john about it because she says no john's trustworthy and she's like well why did you lie to him about where you learned about river run I guess I'm confused about why too other than that maybe it's just vaguely explained off as like you know you kind of go along with abusers sometimes or like you like 
Sansa is being manipulated by Littlefinger and it's working again, even though she doesn't want it to. Like she, she's sort of like, eh. Yeah, I guess uh, I don't want John to know about this. I don't want to know. I don't want him to know that I'm like being manipulated by Littlefinger still. Mm. I don't know. That's my read on it. I think it's. A, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good read. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and then um, you can't see me nodding, but I'm nodding. You know. <laughs> Let me see. Three Eyed Raven. Okay, yeah. So then I just get into in my notes. The last bit of my notes is basically me going over the whole confusion over Hodor hold the door <laughs> um, the dog died that's sad yeah they do the dogs dirty in this show yeah oh also dogs and I guess hey. <laughs> yeah. like at least show Summer just like tearing up some zombies first she like jumps in he jumps in she jumps in I can't remember the gender of these dogs the dog jumps in and just gets immediately like stabbed to death, and it's like you couldn't give yeah. me some cool ass. Yeah, let the dog do something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kill at least a Have couple a whites. You know, yeah. this is this give is, a dog a bone. It's man. real depressing. Yeah. It's all the yelping sounds. It's real sad. Yeah, I could hear that dog judging restaurants. <laughs> all <Sorry>. right. <laughs> like I, even like even the 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 child child of the corn or whatever is able to blow up. Like she like gets her like yeah. grenade flame out yeah. ending. The oh, dog yeah, you can't give true. him the the dog yelping. Honestly, it it hurt a little bit. I was like, there's a question in the back of my mind. How did they get these sounds? Yeah. I didn't like them. I didn't like them at all. I I like animals. I do not let's, enjoy animals being hurt. I let's don't enjoy hope those are like sound hurt. effects from like a really bygone time that they have to keep reusing because we I can't wonder, make them anymore. Well, that, that was part two. Like I wondered, and this is this is a much more like meta thing with with how our media is constructed. But is there a just like we use a lot of Nazi medical science that we couldn't possibly ethically ever perform? Is there a, like a sound effects library? <laughs> Of like extremely sinisterly obtained sound effects that they still use but can't yeah. reproduce. They're like Lars von like, Trier shot a cow on yeah. the set of Mandalay, but bad, bad you. But we're gonna yeah. keep. Can we have that sample? It's like every time a every time a dog dies, we use one of these sixteen noises from where they beat a dog to death in nineteen forty eight. Yeah, the yeah. Wilhelm the Wilhelm scream of dogs dying. Yeah. Oof. Like I wonder. Wait, is the Wilhelm scream a real man? Death scream. It was a character. No, no it was okay. a character named Wilhelm who fell into a crocodile-infested lake after being like shot with an arrow or something, and he goes ah. Yeah, yeah. and they've We've used it, it twenty billion times since. Yep. I thought you were saying, <laughs> based on the story yeah. and like the anecdote, I, I was like, wait, I much was that really the, a guy uh, dying, and then like like someone <laughs> I, just kept it. I much prefer the uh, Aubrey Monsters slash Starcraft. Terran Marine scream ah, that real <laughs> kind of scream. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I don't know what that one's called, but I like it. So I have some questions. Um, we got some answers. Not a lot of questions. Maybe not five, but I'll try. I'll um, make it to five. Contractually obligated. Do you have to kill someone to become a faceless warrior or a faceless faceless man? Faceless man, do you have to is it like the cost or something? Um 
I'm not going to go into too much more, but yes, yeah, you do have yeah. to murder. Okay. Seems like part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was Varys castrated by a sorceress? Sorcerer, yeah. Sorcerer? Yep. Okay. Second rate sorcerer. Yeah, it wasn't like exactly spelled out, but it was enough. Um, yeah, Varys, a, Varys is a eunuch. Mm-hmm. Did Tyrion or did did Sansa and Tyrion hook up at some point? No. 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 Okay. That was a painful no. It's a loaded no. Yeah. <laughs> um. Welcome to not knowing shit, Kurt. <laughs> and welcome to confusing questions that we're not sure how to answer. I think that you've you've seen a conversation between Sansa and Tyrion directly when they were in the catacombs at Winterfell while climate change was quickly defeated. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, remember any it. of that conversation? No. Uh Sansa said the words uh or or something like them. I I'm this is uh paraphrasing. She said something like you were the best of them. And then he said, oh. it never would have worked between us. I think I do remember that a little bit. Yeah. I think that was one of the first times I met Sansa, though, so. I remembered a thing. Do we have any questions for Kurt? Um, Do we have any questions for Kurt? I didn't prepare questions for Kurt. Um, fuck. Way to go! I uh, know, screwed it up. I got uh, nothing. Let's see. Why do you think Lady Brienne is so attached to Sansa? I never thought about that. Um, she's sworn to protect her. Mm-hmm. And yet we know Sansa has some terrible things have happened to her in the past. Yes. Where the fuck was Brienne at? I get the sense that Littlefinger was in charge of protecting her before, and then maybe maybe uh, Brienne was his replacement. Because she seemed to attach a lot of blame to Littlefinger and like what happened to her with with uh, Ramsay. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing maybe Brienne was um, sort of a replacement, <laughs> replacement protector. Interesting. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't sense any like. I don't sense any animosity between them. Right? Like in this episode? Um, I don't think they have any sort of disagreements or anything. I don't think so. It's all just sort of playful. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, I can only think of one other question. It's a joke about a fictional character named <laughs> Big Finger. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Ask ask away. Well, uh, what do you think <laughs> happens when we meet Big Finger? <laughs> I think that he's going to be a little... He's going to wear his emotions on his sleeve. Oh yeah, he's just a real straight shooter. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really I big am finger. big finger. Um, I yeah I, yeah. People ask me why I'm not a little bit more snaky like my brother, but you know I just teach his own. I'm big finger. 
I, I was looking at my Big Dipper tattoo when I thought of that. I was like, is there a big finger? Yeah. Oh, oh, I've got I've got a question. Okay, I, I, oh, sure. Everyone. How do you think uh, Arya fell in with this uh, this faceless man crowd? How do you think she got to be <sighs> Jesus, I ask that every time I see Arya. I'm like, I don't know Ooh. where she came. I think that she, she seems determined to become one because... She wants to kill Cersei. I think. So I think she wants to disguise herself and go kill Cersei. And so somehow she found an inn. I don't. I don't. I really don't know how you find an inn to the uh, faceless men. But she definitely did maybe it's the other woman the okay. terminator woman she's she was like at some uh coffee house <laughs> and she was like talking about vengeance and like oh we do vengeance here yeah and she started like hanging out with this other woman and she's like well i'm with these it's very unlikely but i'm with this group called the faceless men i know <laughs> trying to get them to change their <laughs> trying to trying to get them to be a little bit more inclusive the faceless but, people uh, <laughs> uh but uh yeah I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job and <laughs> Hi, I'm a I'm a murderer for hire. Uh, she, her pronouns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe she. I, I have a feeling she joined them very intentionally to get something done. I get I get the sense that Arya is very deliberate. So she cool. yeah she wants to yeah yeah she I, I would agree him. with that assessment. Yeah, good. That's I like, it. I like your answers to my questions. Yeah. Well, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we have filmed. Are we done? I, done I, podcasting? Yeah. yeah, I think that's the end. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we will see you again in a week. On Game of Thrones, Arya finally started training with the faceless men to become the ultimate silent killer. Bran and the three-eyed raven needed a hiding spot, so Leaf and the other children of the cave drawing showed them their secret cavern under the red tree's roots. The three-eyed raven wanted to see if he could fit between the roots, but he just got stuck and kind of decided to hang out there for a bit while Bran figures out what the Night King is up to. Meanwhile, everyone else is just doing other stuff. Thank you